what it is yo what's up this your host of real talk sports yo it's me again deontay smith and we are into week three of the fantasy football season the most wonderful time of the year if you disagree don't talk to me so this this is going to revolve around the real talk sports relegation dynasty league which I'm 0-2 in. Um, so after two weeks, we got two undefeated teams. We got Living Up Vida Bosa and April Draft Spring Mayfields are your only two undefeated teams at the moment. You got two winless teams, the Franchise Killers, that's Ike, and Live Fast Dynasty. That's going to be me. Personally, if I get the 0-4, I'm going to start looking to uh, acquire some of these 2020 picks. And I am currently projected to you lose. Derrick Henry has failed me, um, as as would be expected. Um, and this is I'm recording uh, shortly before the Sunday games, so this will be up um, just in time for your Sunday morning. Just throw me in that uh, in that shuffle. All right, we're moving on. Derrick Henry Thursday night football. Don't start anybody on Thursday night footballs, man. Uh, Mike Evans has killed me. Chris Godwin has been a blessing, but it's definitely a uh, definitely gonna have to get rid of Derrick Henry soon. All right, let's take a peek around the league. Living La Vida Bosa is projected to score 205. They're facing one and one. Spaceballs, the team, and they're projected to win by three. So it's 208 to 205. That game, I think. Um, I think the Spaceballs have a pretty good chance. Russell Sprouts and Team Lanzoy. Hope I'm saying that right. Uh, Lanzoy is projected to win 230 to 205. Hit DD Westbrook and Calais Campbell go um, on the Thursday night game. DD Westbrook was maybe a point under uh, the projection, but Calais Campbell exceeded a exceeded projections and uh, got seven tackles and a sack about 12 points in our league team can be to eight and golden nate warrior golden nate warriors are projected to win 196 to 149 so can be to eight i think he's gonna lose that april draft spring mayfields and the franchise killers one point separate them what franchise killers projected to win by one, so it's 205 to 204 is the projection. Um, personally, I expect both undefeated teams to fall, um, and that will be great for parity in the league. That's all you can ask for uh, with you coming into week three. Alright, now after the peek around the league, I have your matchup to watch. And that's going to be one of the ones that I thought projections were way off. The Lanzoy versus Russell Sprouts. Um, and once again, that projection was 230 to 205. Based on the matchups, I am going to tell you why I think Lanzoy loses and why Russell Sprouts wins. Um, running back one and running back two are going to be Alvin Kamara versus the Seahawks and Le'Veon Bell versus New England. 
uh, that New England defense is stingy, man. They stingy. So uh, I don't expect Le'Veon Bell to get a lot of room or a lot of touches or a lot of work in this game. Um, you got to save your bell cow for the, the later, the latter run of the season, the home stretch of the season, rather. Having Kamar, man, he will be the focal point of the Seahawks defense, and I expect the Seahawks to ground and pound the ball and keep keep it out of uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Sean Payton's hands, keep them off the field. That's how you stop a good offense and keep them off the field. Russell Sprouse has very favorable matchups and guys that I think uh, are going to exceed expectations or projections. Got to use projections. Uh, the favorable matchups are Frank Gore versus Cincy. Uh, Frank Gore is the lead back with Devin Singletary out with a hamstring injury. That's a big deal because he looked pretty good last week. We got Marvin Jones Jr. versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the Eagles are a very stout run team. But on the edge, they are horrible. They may have the worst secondary, no, boundary corners there are. Um, just their guys out there on the island don't need to be on the island, man. They need to get in cover three or play quarters. Don't let nothing get past them. But I do expect Marvin Jones Jr. to have a pretty solid, um, a pretty solid week this week. Mark Andrews versus Kansas City. Uh, I just like the volume that he gets, and I expect this game to be a high-scoring game. Mark Andrews is fourth in targets among tight ends, um, so that's a pretty big deal, and he's a pretty big factor in why I think he's averaging like nine targets a game, um, eight in game one and nine in game two. So he's definitely a big deal for Mark for Lamar Jackson. I'm gonna touch on that a little bit more later. We're going to look at my particular matchup this week. Live fast, die nasty. Versus Indak We Trust. Indak We Trust projected to win 209 to 191. I think I have a shot. Maybe I don't. Let's hear my lineup. So my quarterback's going to be Tom Brady. His is Dak Prescott. I expect Dak Prescott to hand the ball off once they get ahead. Kellen Moore, please keep Dak upright and just hand the ball off to Zeke. Uh, had Derrick Henry going Thursday night, 17 carries, 44 yards, one TD, and only got me 16.85 points. Facing Mark Ingram, who I think is going to be in a high-scoring offense of game, and won't get the ball, won't get too many touches unless he's getting catches out of the backfield. And he hasn't really done much as far as catching out of the backfield. Um, I, he may not have any receptions on the year. He has two on the year. So I don't expect him, if they do, get into a passing duel between these two high-flying offenses and quarterbacks. I like my chances. Got David Montgomery going against Washington. Hopefully Washington legs over, rolls over. And they just hand the ball off to Monty because this is a points-per-carry league. We got Aaron Jones. Versus Denver on the other side. I'm a Packers fan, um, so I hate facing Packers anytime I do. So we got two of the best wide receivers 
at our wide receiver one spot. Got DeAndre Hopkins. He has Julio Jones. I like DeAndre Hopkins versus this uh, Chargers offense. Had a mediocre game last week. I expect him to bounce back. I also expect Julio to build on the game he had last week. Just hope he doesn't score like he usually doesn't. At receiver, I got Kellen. Kellen. Keenan Allen. I'm just reading it all together. Keenan Allen. And he has Chris Good Godwin. Chris Godwin has been amazing. If you did not get Mike Evans, because Mike Evans hasn't done anything. He hasn't gotten the red zone targets. Uh, Godwin has seen the end zone twice this year. Uh, once two games. In each of the two games. And he's facing the Giants this week. Um, hopefully... This is a game script game that takes him out of the equation. At tight end, I expect to lose this matchup at tight end. He has Darren Waller. I got Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper just touched the t- end zone for me. Uh, and the flex, we just three flex league. Got Christian Kirk versus Allen Robinson. I like my Christian Kirk versus his Allen Robinson. Uh, DK Metcalf, shout out to Oxford, uh, the hometown and to the University of Mississippi, who were robbed today by Kyle. Um, but that's that's another story. DK Metcalf is going to be lined up across from Curtis Samuel. Um, I don't expect Kyle Allen to find Curtis Samuel too much. hope it's all DJ Moore because uh, I don't have to worry about facing him. And hopefully uh, his favorite target becomes Greg Olson because I also have Greg Olson in my third flex spot. He has... Carlos Hyde. I'm just going to stick to the offensive guys because uh, defense doesn't really score a whole lot unless there are big turnovers and um, fumble recoveries and things like that. That's when your defensive guys really make a difference or they rack up double-digit tackles, which is another big deal. But based on my, my matchup, Brady, Watson, or Jackson, I can't decide who to play. So I'm just going to play it safe and go with Brady. Um, Brady probably has the lowest ceiling, um, but he also has the highest floor, which is why I feel safe playing him. Um, maybe I'll wake up in the morning and feel a little bit different right before kickoff. But at this point, um, I'm going to have Tom Brady facing the Jets. And I do have opportunity to play uh, another noon guy would be Lamar Jackson. But it just always depends on how I feel when I'm watching these pregame shows in the morning and when I re-listen to my podcast. <laughs> but that's going to be my my side, my matchup, and that is why I think I have a good shot. My, my receivers, Hopkins and Allen, are going to be facing each other on opposite sides, essentially. But I hope that game's high scoring. I do expect... Um, Greg Olson to get a lot of targets and DK Metcalf I hope he gets in the end zone Christian Kirk man uh, target wise there's nobody touching Christian Kirk because um, he is just getting the ball left and right um, well, not getting the ball but he's getting targets left and right targets are very valuable to me um, as they should be in a PPR league you really can't pass up anybody that gets 8 targets in a, in a game um but we'll have to see how tomorrow goes. Next up, the perfect lineup. The perfect lineup. I did that myself. But check this out. This is the perfect lineup to me. Lamar Jackson versus 
Kansas City Chiefs. Favorable matchup. I think this is, it could go either way in this game, but I think Lamar Jackson finds a way to keep his team in the game. And uh, the increased amount of possessions increases the opportunity for his points. Therefore, volume is why I think he'd be the perfect quarterback for this week. Zeke in Miami, uh, they get a hit, hand the ball off to him. He's going to score twice, probably. Um, so I like that. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is my other um, perfect lineup running back because I feel like uh, versus Arizona, uh, he's going to be the focal point if they are ahead. To get his hand the ball off to him, he'll eat up. He'll get those carries, those yards. If they fall behind, they'll just throw it to him. So uh, this is really going to be a great based on volume and game script is why I think he's another perfect running back for this week. Kenny Galladay, he's the number one target um, facing the 31st ranked pass defense. Enough said, him versus Philly. I like Kenny Galladay this week. Julio, no, no, no. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas versus Seattle. Uh, the 22nd versus wide receivers. Uh, targets galore. He had 13 last week versus the Rams, who has a pretty decent defense. And Teddy Bridgewater is going to go with who he knows. And you definitely know where to find MT. Can guard Mike on Twitter. Uh, tight end that I think would be perfect this week is Mark Andrews. Uh, he's averaging eight catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown through two games. Um, you really can't can't ask for more right now he's outperforming George Kittle um I want to say he's outperforming Travis Kelsey but I have to take a look at the stats but Mark Andrews is definitely the way to go this week if you have him must start in my flex I try to pick guys that are have favorable matchups rather than um because if they're in the, you, you likely don't have a Keenan Allen or a Allen Robinson in your flex. That's uncommon, but we have really deep. Well, really, we have a 10 team dynasty league. That's why it happens in ours. But Julian Edelman versus the Jets. Last year, he went 9 for 153 and two TDs. Enough said. They can't stop him. And they usually, um, New England usually plays the matchups and that is a favorable matchup and another the other flex guy we frank gore um he's going against Cincy, who's seven versus fantasy running backs based on fantasy pros and uh that's just another matchup i like with devin singletary out i expect him to get ahead mm, don't want to say that because since he can can score I would have put Joe Mixon, but I'm really not a fan of Joe Mixon right now, even though I just traded for him in the league. Um, I feel like Joe Mixon uh, will be another guy that will be favorable this week just because of the matchup. Um, they could be in a competitive game, but I don't believe he's in a better situation than your boy, Frank Gore. And, uh, in regards to that, Joe Mixon trade gave up Kenny Stills and Joseph Jackson, Justin Jackson, and a 2021st fourth pick for Joe Mixon. Um, 
don't tell nobody about trying to move Joe Mixon. I sent a lot of guys offers for him, trying to get him, rid of him. Uh, nobody has bit yet, but once people start to get desperate, we will see where Mixon lands. But once again, perfect lineup. Lamar Jackson, Ezekiel, CMC, Christian McCaffrey, Kenny Galladay, Michael Thomas, Mark Andrews, Julian Edelman, and Frank Gore. It's the perfect lineup this week. And I'm going to keep this lineup. I'm going to see how well I did, see where they ranked. Um, I'm assuming all these guys would be top five fantasy players. Except for the flex guys, because it's hard to rank the flex guys. So if you, everybody except the flex guys would be top five. Appreciate you for listening. Peace.